Psalm 100, we're only reading five verses because that's all there is in it. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his, and we are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Give him thanks. Bless his name, for the Lord is good. Say all the time. His steadfast love endures forever and faithfulness to all generations. Oh, amen. We could, just, we could just depart ways right now. And you got enough church inside of here to last all, all week long. But I'm just going to butter the biscuit here. Here we go. Uh, so when it talks about making a joyful noise, and, and I said this at all the services so far, so we'll do it with you guys and everybody that's watching from wherever they're watching it. Anytime you see uh, God telling you to worship him or he is good or enters courts, courts with praise or uh, celebrate with the Lord with, uh, with the harp and the lute and the, uh, all that stuff, it's, it's talking about instruments. It's, uh, you know, guitars and flutes and all that kind of stuff. So I want you to share that with your friends who are bound by religion that don't get to shout about Jesus that he wants us to shout, he wants us to make some noise and let the devil know we're not dead, we're really alive in Christ Jesus, amen. Um, and that's, that's what the whole service is about. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's your uh, demonstration of showing you how reverent you think God is. That's, that's what worship really is, and that's kind of the... It's like a redneck version of it, but it's, it's a version nonetheless. Can we pray, and then we'll get into the message today. Uh, we're staying in Psalms. So, Lord, today, uh, we look around, and they're, they're here today. You brought them all here today. Uh, some are spirit-filled, and some are fixing to get filled. Uh, some some are, are, are just barely got through the door, and some are on their way, and some are watching at the hospital, and maybe on the side of the road in their truck. Uh, but we believe that you can speak to anyone at any time in any way that's because that's who you are. You're God, and that's why we worship you. So I'd ask you to bless the message today um, and uh, uh, bless the offering today and all my friends who are here. And if, you, if they ain't saved, Lord, uh, that you crack it on them. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So applaud the Lord. Let the offering be picked up. Go to Psalm 92. Go to Psalm 92. So um, we had a, it was, it was a worship time here on Friday night. Was any of you guys here on Friday night that got to worship us? I only, can I make a confession and then we'll get into the message? I felt like getting in the center where all the lights are about where you're sitting, Chad, and just dancing around. But they were kind of. You know, they were being reverent, and they were kind of being a little quiet. And I was like, man, what do I do? I was kind of like caught up into really knowing what to do. So I just kind of, every once in a while, I'd walk up, and i kind of clap. And I was like, man, I better back up a little bit. Somebody's going to, I didn't want them to take my, uh, my card away. Um, so Psalm 92, this is, this is um, I, I thank you guys for being here today. Today's going to be a, a really, really good day. 
uh, in Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Amen? And somebody put that on my podium. And normally I don't like anybody putting anything on my podium, but I'll take that. Uh, rise with me, we'll pray for the message. Okay, Psalm 92. And we do a lot of praying in here because we believe it works. So just put your hand on uh, God's love letter to you. And Lord, we just pray that it just gets on us and, and touches our lives uh, in a special way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, make a joyful noise and you may be seated. So we're going to read through it real quick and then we go back to it real slow. Um, because we believe it's better the second time around. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, uh, almost high. To declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. To the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody uh, of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work, and at the joy of your hands I will sing for joy. How great are your works, O Lord. Your thoughts are very deep. The stupid man cannot know. The fool cannot understand this, that though the wicked sprout like grass and all evildoers flourish, and, and all evildoers flourish, they are doomed to destruction forever. But you, O Lord, are on high forever. For behold your enemies, O Lord, for you behold your enemies shall perish and evildoers shall be scattered. But you have exalted my horn like that of a wild ox. You have poured over me fresh oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the doom of my evil assailants. The righteous flourish like palm trees and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. So this is the word of the Lord. Amen. So we go back and chop it up and uh, make this all about worship. Make it all about the Lord and then you with him. Um, celebrating this day. This is the Sabbath. We're uh, mandated uh, to make it holy. And, um, and we just want to, what we want to do is just kind of do a little tap dance on the enemy's head today. So we will, uh, it says, it's good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name almost high, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. So let's pause here for just a second and talk about your steadfast love in the morning. And then obviously it talks about that at night. So when you get up in the morning, God has, has mandated or requested that you praise him. And, uh, and then he wants you to praise him at night. So you praise him in the morning, Terry. You praise him at night. And you praise him in the middle too. Just, 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 just do it anyways. So I was thinking about that. I was having my coffee. I was sitting in the foyer this morning and had my coffee, and I was drinking my coffee and, and praising the Lord. And uh, um, I was so excited uh, about today, and, and my excitement started last night when I was driving out to Warrington. So we have a campus that's west of St. Louis, if you're watching our broadcast and when I was driving out there, I don't know, it was probably around 4 o'clock or something like that. And, and, and the sun in the west was very bright. And it was shining down on me. And I like having the sun shining in my face. 
And and in in some you know when you when you put down your uh, when you put down your visor, uh, that's when you know things are starting to warm up. Amen. So we're really really close to spring. So let's give the Lord a round of applause for that. Ah, but we live in St. Louis, so you know it's subject to change and ice storms and all. It's all good. It's all, Diane, it will work out, I promise you. And he can melt snow, too. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Um, anyways. Um, do you ever notice that, like, he doesn't melt it, like, right in front of your porch there. It's just like it stays there. I'm being honest, Mickey. It was just, and all these kids are coming back to my house, and, and my dad's like, you need to get rid of all that ice and snow in front of the, you know, and I'm going, Dad, I'm trying to. You got, I got salt there. You know that's getting tracked, and that's a gimme. And salt, and then you got to wash it off. And I, Why am I telling you guys all my problems anyways? So here he is, the music of the lute and the harp and the melody of the lyre. So these are all, uh, these are all stringed instruments. Um, and you got to see, didn't uh, Bruce and Shelby do a great job on this stringed instrument? All the young kids are going, what's so great about that? Because it reminds us of almost being like at a spiritual Woodstock. Don't act like that ain't good. Yeah. Um, it's okay. You know, this is, church is a community of people who love Jesus. And uh, we don't have it all perfect, but we got a bunch of people. I'm trying to back out of that gracefully, like, you're stuck. You're stuck like Chuck on that deal. <laughs> you want to be a pastor? That's great. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I'm just having a good time. Is it okay? I'm being honest. Yeah. Amen. I'm getting the giggles now. All right, let's stop. Stop it. Uh, you know, when I, I tell you what, if you ain't full of life, get around some kids and you will be. They just, they'll charge your battery. So all those little coloring on the wall people and all that, get them around. They will just light your world up. Let's get into the message. I, I love them, so it's awesome, and we got a pile of them here at this church. Uh, it's amen. So for you, O Lord, I'm in four. We haven't made it very far. So for you, O Lord, have made me glad by your works at the works of your hands. I sing, uh, sing for joy. How great are your works, O Lord? How your thoughts are very deep. Here we go. This is where we get politically incorrect. It says the stupid man cannot know. The stupid man cannot know what are talking about here. And don't send me an email. Do not send me an email. I'm just reading what's in the book. The, it said that look at your neighbor and say the stupid man. I'm not saying that you're him or you know anybody. I'm just reading what's in the text. And if you're reading King James, it would say brutish. Brutish meaning like an animal and all this kind of thing. And he, 
you know, in what he's saying about the stupid man, he's talking about people who haven't put their trust in, in Jesus, okay? Um, yeah, he says that. Though the wicked sprout like grass, all evildoers flourish. They are doomed for destruction, uh, but you, our Lord, are on high forever. Okay, so um, we don't want people to go to hell. Hell's not created for people, but it's created for demons. But people go there if they haven't put their trust in Jesus. So there's my disclaimer on that deal. And and, and the Bible calls them, in the ESV, stupid. And then uh, King James calls them brutish. So they would be like a... Be like a, uh, an animal, if you will. For behold, verse 9, your enemies, O Lord, behold, your enemies shall perish. All evildoers shall be scattered. Here it is. Listen to this. But you have exalted my horn like that of a wild ox and have poured over me fresh oil. So think about this. So you've raised my horn or you, you raised my antlers or on a rhino, you raised my horn or an ox or whatever it is. Um, because I have victory in battle, it would be kind of like a, watching an animal fight and then the, or a buck, deer, or an ox, or a bull, or whatever it is. And after they have victory, they're, they're scratching the ground a little bit or pawing the ground, and their, their, their antlers are up like this. They're just pumped up, and then the, uh, the Lord was pouring fresh oil, which means his Holy Spirit over you. Amen? I'm going to give you a word picture. Ask me, and I'll do it for you. Oh, I'll, you're dragging it out of me. Here we go. Yeah. So me and my wife were walking up the street, and uh, I just live on a little private street there, and it got a lot of deer everywhere. Every, I mean, it's everywhere. We're walking up the street, and uh, there's 30 deer. We count 30 deer. And uh, they're all kind of just bouncing around. And then over in the corner over here, there's seven bucks. Still got their antlers, or their the Bible would say their horn, and they're and 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 they're they're the the bucks are with their head. Guys, hold your head up like this. The guy, the the, the antlers are up, and and they're kind of just kind of prance. I'm not gonna prance around because you'll. T- oh no, you'll take my man card. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So anyway, so the the antlers are. Or, you know, they're, they're standing up like this. And my wife's like, man, that's kind of, like, scary to have that many bucks, like, right there in the corner. And they were over in this one place over there. So she goes, man, that's kind of scary. And I go, I'm getting ready to go over there. <laughs> and who does that? Uh, who does that? Girls, a guy does. He's just like, I'm, I, I don't know why I'm going over, but I'm attracted to this. And I don't know if I'm going to get gored or I'm going to wrestle one or something. But I, I just want... Chris, I wanted to be over there just to see what they would do. She goes, you're crazy. And I go, and you married me. (laughs) Oh, this is a weird service right here. But it's, all this is true. So anyway, so it was Pastor Aaron, so he told me, he said, hey, man, you know, we got cows at my farm. And he said, he's like, man, that, uh, that skunk back heifer back there, she looks like she's pregnant. And I was like, what? And he's like, do you think she could be pregnant? I go, yeah, the neighbor's got bulls way over there. He goes, do you think a bull would go that far? And I was like. <laughs> Just say true and I'll move on. True. You can't, you can't keep a bull. 
You can't build a fence big enough to keep a bull from coming over if he wants to come over. And you can't keep the Lord down and all those who are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Just like that, you can't, you can't hold them back. It's time to mash the accelerator, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're getting ready to get into the... Let's go ahead and start uh, dropping the screen down because I got a picture we're going to put up here in just a minute. And it, and it has to do um, with what I want to share with you today. Um, we're really, really early, but it says, my eyes, I'm in 11. It says, my eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies, and we can drop the house lights down just a, a fuzz for a, an effect. My ears have heard the doom of my evil assailant. And then if you're a note taker, I would just like you from 12 to 15, kind of start underlining a, a few things and maybe circling a few things because this is where all the message is. And, and I've done that in my Bible. I've underlined it. I've, I've circled it, and I got asterisks by some of the wonderful things here. It says, The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of God. So remember that. When you're in the courts of God, you're going to flourish. They still bear fruit in old age, and they're ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. So that's the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and, and, and put up this picture here for just a second. So you, you use what adjective you need to, to describe this tree right here. I, I just call it big. It is a, um, it is a redwood uh, tree in the forest of northern California. And it's called, this, this guy's name is Hyperion. He's 379 feet tall. Look at your neighbor and say, that's big. That's big. Watch this class. That tree's worshiping the Lord. Did you hear me, California people? That tree's worshiping the Lord. Amen. Watch this. He's, a, he's a, 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 a man among all the giants of the forest. This dude right here is stretching higher than anybody else. And he's worshiping the Lord. Let me tell you this. So there's some redwoods and, and then and you've heard of sequoias. Say sequoias. So uh, I don't have a picture of sequoias, but I want to just kind of uh, get your mind wrapped around what a sequoia is. It's the largest tree in the world by volume is a sequoia called General Sherman. And I'm going to tell you what, this tree is so dang big, it takes two people just to look at it. <laughs> General Sherman, at the base it's 102 feet in circumference. So that means somewhere, if you're a mathematician, if you'd look at the tree, Mrs. Chittenden, it would be like 100, it would be like 20 feet wide. 20 feet wide. And it weighs 1,385 tons, Jerob. That's heavier than me. That's some tonnage. Amen. Those trees worship the Lord. Amen. So I did some research on these trees and, 
And, and, and as I was reading here, I, I really believe that God was trying to say something to me and say something to you in verse 14, 92, 14. And we can, we can kind of think of ourselves as a, as a righteous oak or a righteous tree or whatever, however you look at yourself, but as a, as a, a fruit-bearing person. I want you to listen to this. Verse 14, and especially... If you are middle-aged or you, you've, you've inherited some gray hair. Read this with me in 14. It says, they still bear fruit in old age. So let's applaud the gray-haired person that's sitting next to you. God's not done with me yet. God's not done with me yet. And he's not done with you either. I'm going to set the stage here for you. So they still bear fruit in their old age. And, and young people sometimes would look at older people and go, well, they're, they're getting close to dying. <laughs> Do you remember when you thought like 35 was old? Like, I hope I live to 35. I got socks older than that now. Um. They are full of sap and green. They're full of sap and green. Sap is like blood in the bloodstream of a human being. Sap brings nutrients from the, from the bottom of the tree to the top of the tree and out to all the limbs. It brings nutrients the same way your blood brings nutrients to all of your body. And it brings green. If you're reading King James, it would say that it brings fat and flourish. Say that with me. Fat and flourish. Now I'm going to ask you to stand up. I'm going to ask you to stand because this is where we start to start thinking of ourselves uh, the same way the Lord thinks about us. And I'm just kind of reading what's there and I'm just using this as an example so we can kind of get our heads around this. Uh, and if, if Miss Carol's uh, playing for us today, I'm going to ask her to come up and start a little bit on the piano because I want you to hear this. So they bear fruit in their old age. So these are the, these are the Christians that he's talking about, the faith-filled Christians. They still bear fruit in their old age. And we can bring the screen back up if you want. They are ever full of sap and green. That means, that, that means they're per, still producing fruit at their age. And I've told Pastor Aaron this for a long time. I'm going to be around just like grandma's furniture for a while. I'm going to wear the enemy down just little by little just for being around. I'm one of the old heads. I'm one of the old heads. And this sap is the, is the blood that's running through my bloodstream right now. And if I was to read King James Version, it would say, fat and flourish, fat and flourish. And I looked at it this way, and, and I thought of a ribeye steak. Here's the deal. I don't cut the fat off of my ribeye steak, and I don't take the crust off my peanut butter sandwich. You know why? Because I'm a grown man and I'm not a little boy. I need somebody to talk back to me a little bit. You can go ahead, Mike. Just, 
just pick around a little bit. I'm going to be here for a minute. And, 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 and some of you guys was getting, Big E, you, you was wondering, well, when is he going to retire? Pastor Jay, when's Pastor Pat going to retire? I don't have any plans of retirement. I got to let you know. I, I, I'm full of sap. And I'm full of fat. Oh, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a little wide at the base. But, the, hey, don't confuse it for being slow. See, you, you, you misjudge some, some gray-haired Christians the same way you judge that big old tree there. It might look like it's dead, but it's flourishing and pr- producing fat and producing green. And I, I, was, I was using Jeannie Lauber as one of our, uh, with her 71st birthday. And whether you're 71 or 91 or whatever, you have to let your family know. You have to let everybody in your community know. I plan on being around for a little bit. I got a lot of sap. I got a lot of blood running through my, I'm full of sap and, I, and, I, and, and my base is wide. So, you know, uh, in the redwood forest in, in, in northern California, that tree provides a home for birds. It helps with soil erosion, and it creates oxygen. And I believe that's the same way God looks at Christians, don't you? They're all here for a purpose. And if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you produce something that uh, can't be measured through weight and time. You create something, you create an environment uh, for God's Spirit to continue to, to work in our midst. Amen? Amen? So I'm going to ask you a question here today. And I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and be thinking about that, that big tree, that big, uh, that big redwood. We'll just use that redwood. Redwood. And, and, and I wanna, I'm going to speak right to you real quick, and I want you to get real honest real quick. Some of the older people, I'll talk to you first. You said, well, I was thinking about winding her down and not working in the children's ministry or the cafeteria or helping with funerals or whatever it is, children. I was thinking about getting out. But after hearing this about creating uh, uh, fruit and, and sap and green, I'm going to reconsider, and I think I'm going to hang around for a minute. And if that's you, if you've, if you've reconsidered today, I want you to meet me down here, because I'll tell you what, this has encouraged me today. So if you're my age and you thought that your, your life was winding down and you're just like, you know what, well, we just, uh, he's probably only got about three or four left in him. Five years max, we're thinking on Pastor Pat. You better multiply that by a whole bunch. It's never too late to start over. Come on down here, Debbie. Come on. We got some honest people in this church who just, they just ain't, Ken, they ain't going to give up. They just ain't going to give up regardless of Big Steve, whatever the, whatever the enemy throws our way, we're still going to produce green. We're going to produce, we're going to flourish and, and produce something. 
Don't let a hitch in my get-along throw you off. Still kind of savvy. I wonder what would happen if we could resurrect every, every, every church that was on the street corner that needed help. We could change this country for God. Don't you believe that? And, and, and if you've retired from your, watch this class, just because you retired from your secular job doesn't mean you can't work for the Lord. The enemy's been trying to, to rub this couple out forever. Mike and Sally go, you know what? We ain't going away. They tried to stricken them with cancer and everything else. They said, we ain't quitting. You know what I was thinking about trading it? All the gray-haired people need to trade their rocking chair in for a, a Chevelle or a Camaro or something. 454. 390. Blown. Trade your scooter in for a Harley Davidson. How about that? Hey, you want to get a three-wheeler? Get a Harley Davidson. <laughs> Boy, this is a weird service, ain't it? But it but it's real, isn't it? All right. Let's let's bring the house lights all the way the rest of the way down, and I'm gonna pray for somebody in here. Uh, and and what I'm gonna ask you is this question right here, first of all. Are you born again? Are you one? Are you one of the one of the trees that's in the big national forest there, like a, they are in California? Pastor, they're big. You've seen them. They're wide. They're strong. A, a strong wind can't blow me over. But you, Pastor Mark, they've tried to rub you out with this, that, or the other. Fincher's going to be around here forever. Somebody needs to stay back and ask him about his life. He'll tell you, hey, where wasn't a lick of it easy. But he's still here. You too, Mrs. Rubel. God's not done with you. I'm happy to be in this church. I like being around cats that are real, don't you? They're not afraid of their age or not ashamed of their age. I'm excited about being mature in Christ. Do you know that? So let's pray for the unbelievers. Would you pray with me, strong believers, today? It's a, it's a great day to be in the house of God, isn't it? It's a great day to worship. Mrs. Davis, it's a wonderful day. So, Father God, I don't know in this church who's saved. I really don't. I can't assume anything. I'd be foolish to assume that everybody in this church is, is saved. You would call me a crazy man. Lord God, all I am now is crazy for you. And I want to pray for the unsaved today at this church, that they would get saved. And all the mature believers would help all the young people. They would look at their weird ways and their weird dress and their colored hair and different things and know that they're a child of God. I remember at one time we were the hippies who wore the bell bottoms and the things. They called us weird and called us. But you saved our soul and we pray that you do that today. And we give you the glory, Lord God, to keep your house rocking for you. We love you, Lord God. And we're not ashamed to show it. We 
pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus. And God's people said, Amen.